This is episode number 27 with Kaylee Riddle from People Engine. Welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you the most cutting edge, coolest people in the planet to help you live a bigger, fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business. Now, let's go. Woman now attracting easy money, wow. In your business, your relationships, you can have it. Your self-esteem, we speak in another language. It's official, raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. It's been a week since I've slept in the same bed as my husband because he's been sick as a dog. <laughs> and... Uh, I tell you what, I am a germ freak and this virus that he's got, it's just been hitting everybody, wiping everybody out lately. I don't know if you use essential oils, though if you can get your hands on a therapeutic level, a 100% therapeutic level, which means it's non-synthetic, can ingest it, not that they tell you to ingest it, but that's what non-synthetic means. And you want oregano. And I tell you what, whenever somebody gets sick, I rub oregano on the base of my spine. That's where most diseases and viruses start. And also do salt nose rinses, which I've had Braxton do now for God knows how many years. And he now knows how to do it. And we've been doing salt nose rinses, salt gargles, and rubbing this (laughs) oregano on your back. You need an oil to make sure you carry it because it burns otherwise. So just like an olive oil or coconut oil. And I tell you what, Braxton and I, Touchwood, have resisted this horrible virus. So if you're a mum and uh, you really want to make sure you keep your children protected, and so do you, especially because they come home from school with God knows how many germs there, um, yeah, just get yourself some therapeutic oregano oil. You can get it from doTERRA or Young Living. Young Living's the brand that I use. You can get it wholesale or retail. If you want to get it wholesale, contact me because I'll hook you up. But it's an absolute gem for you to be able to have. And it was what really changed my life when I was in hospital with meningitis. There was no improvement until I got the oregano on. Had to get it sent overseas. And I tell you what, as soon as the oregano went on my back, it was instantaneous. It was in seconds that the weight from my head, meningitis is swelling of the brain, it was like suddenly the clouds had parted and I could see the sky. So in saying that, hope you're healthy, wealthy, you've been doing something during the week to make sure you lift up your levels of happiness, doing some type of activity that lifts your vibrational level and making sure you're staying fit and healthy. Today, I bring you the director of People Engine. Her name is Kaylee Riddle, who is goddamn incredible when it comes to managing your people in your workplace. We talk about everything from Gen Y to Gen X, the baby boomers, the difference in the value system, how to get them to connect and work together as a team. Kaylee's experience has seen her not just work in Australia, but also overseas, working with the largest conference hotel over in Europe, which was the Hilton Group in London, and also working with hundreds of other businesses and companies such as hospitality, retail, health and fitness, and education. Absolute hands down that her craft is people. She has managed, support, trained thousands of individuals and teams. And today she specializes in working in Australia with small and medium-sized businesses to help fine-tune their people engine. She's absolutely passionate about improving your business's performance as well as the sustainability of holding on to your team 
and also maximizing your profits in your business, allow me to introduce you to one of my dear friends, Kaylee Riddle. Hello, welcome. Today we're going to be talking about unlocking the workplace generation code. We have a HR expert with us today, Miss Kaylee Riddle. Hello, Kaylee Riddle. Welcome. Thanks, Annette. So nice to have you on the show and not on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, you did say it was a lifestyle show. Yes, it was lifestyle. It is lifestyle. Um, Kelly and I go way back in, in business. We were um, co-workers and um, did um, very aligned with the type of training that we've done. Um, as you would have heard in the, the bio that Kaylee has climbed absolute mountains, um, actually physically as well, uh, but in business. And she now has an amazing business called People Engine, which is an HR company. Today, we're going to talk about unlocking the workplace generational code. Tell me, why the heck are you passionate about this this subject, Kaylee Riddle? Mm-hmm. Good question. I think, I mean, I'm passionate about what makes people tick anyway, particularly in relation to how they apply their values and their preferences and their their life to what they do in the workplace. And one of the, the recent pieces of research around generations has just fascinated me because it's allowed us to look very differently at people according to the way they were brought up, what was important when they were growing up, mm-hmm. what work meant to them when they started work, and how they've taken those values with them throughout their career. But what's really, really interesting is how the different generations are now working together in one big melting pot. So you can have up to (laughs) five different generations working in an organisation, more often four. Um, And just about how they communicate and relate to each other can be really important. And if you can crack that and you can work out better understandings throughout the groups, and that gives you yet another competitive advantage because Mm. you're employees and your teams are working really collaboratively and understanding each other in a much better way. Mm. And I'm really big on that kind of productive workplace work um, and having interesting conversations around conflict and understanding why what's important to one person is different to, to the other. That's so interesting that you've said that, just about the values and the importance of work based on the era, because it's something that I really don't get that much of a taste of these days, because I'm more of a solo entrepreneur. When I go into businesses, I can feel a difference in someone's culture. Like that, that is unmistakably, you, you cannot mistake that energy. Though I haven't worked in that to experience that for a very long time. Back in the gym days, I remember I was 21 and the woman, the oldest woman I was managing was 45. And there was obviously a generational gap there. But what's really just sparked um, for me now is using the word values. What's different with the values of, do they call them millennials or what, what do you actually call them these days? What's it, or Generation X or what? Yeah. No, we're Generation I mean, X. Are we at Generation X or Y or do we? Yeah, we're Generation <laughs> X. I mean, that they, I mean, the jury's out on the exact changeovers and I know it's like anything, you can't totally generalise. And right. so an example of that might be that you might have someone who is born 
because of their year of birth, they're in Generation X, but they might behave more like a Generation Y mm-hmm. if they were brought up like a Generation Y. So an example would be this. Say most people who are in Generation X were brought up in a nuclear-type family. They were brought up to believe that you've got to work really, really hard mm-hmm. and that's how you'll get places and that if you um, – and you'll be rewarded based on your merit and you go out there and you need to study and learn and work hard and so on. Mm-hmm. The generation beforehand, um, the baby boomers, they would they were brought up that you get a job and you stay loyal to that job. And the more loyal you are to that job, you'll be rewarded. So the example yeah. that you gave, you've got a person who's a generation ahead of you mm-hmm. who is probably thinking, hang on a minute, how can this 21-year-old yeah. be my boss when they haven't got the loyalty yet? Mm-hmm. They've owned, they're brand new. Whereas you're thinking, I've got this job because I've, I've won it on merit and I've worked hard and I've proved myself I'm the best person for the job because that's how you were brought up. Mm-hmm. Right? And then what we've got to do is think about who we're bringing up. So we're bringing up this generation to believe um, that you can be whatever you want. And this is generation why? It depends how old your children are. But, I mean, right. a lot of people who are Generation X are bringing up Generation um, Generation Z people who Z, believe right. we're telling them that you go out there and you do whatever you want, you stay relevant, and oh, you sorry. be flexible. To clarify, so this, this is me talking to Braxton. Would he be? Would he be? What's what's the Z and the Y? Give me give me some clarification yeah. there, because I'm okay, so out of touch so, with this. Yeah, no worries. So, I mean, basically, anyone who's born between about nineteen, um, nineteen sixty. To about 1977 is Generation X, mm-hmm. and so they tend to be bringing up a generation of people who we're, we're bringing them up to believe that you can do anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you you just have to go out there and be relevant and add value to the business, and you know, travel the world, and the world is your oyster, and. Mm-hmm. You know, and those sorts of things. So they're being brought up very differently, but they've also got very different things at their fingertips around, um, you know, being able to access information and the world is very, very small for them because they've Mm. got a global view on on the world. Yeah, so true. So, Mm. I mean, Braxton, I don't know even what they're calling Braxton's generation because Generation Z is about – born between about 1989 and 2006. Now, Braxton obviously isn't in the workforce yet, though you've mm-hmm. probably got him busting his guts working. <laughs> uh, children who are three going on four aren't really in the workforce yet. Um, but it's going to be absolutely fascinating to see what mm. happens with that generation. It's interesting you say that because Pete made a comment, oh, it's maybe two months ago, and he said to Braxton, if you work hard, you'll make lots of money. And I said, let's reframe that. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you work smart, you can make totally. lots of money. And he went, yeah, because he heard some of his old programming come in, even though totally. his belief in what he teaches and educates at, say, the entourage is working smarter. But then suddenly his programming from his dad came through and I picked yep. it up and I said, I thought, I don't want my son to learn to work hard. I want him to work smart. How can he work smart to earn more money? <laughs> so it's, yep. it's interesting, like you're saying, That's it's perfect, what, yeah. we're, what we're saying to our, our, our kids is creating that next generation of, of work ethics and new values 
totally. really, really interesting. And that's absolutely classic. Pete is Generation X. Deep down, he was brought up to say, you work hard. And I, I, you look at the way you and Pete have, have worked. You yeah. have worked really hard. Yeah, we have. But what we're then doing is turning that around and saying mm. to our children who we're bringing up, yeah. Don't do what we did. Yeah. Work smart. Don't work hard. Mm. And that's why, you know, you and I had a, a chat earlier. The mo- One of the most challenging things in the workplace right now is the Generation X workers because they are worn out. Mm-hmm. You think about the age that Generation X workers are right now. Yeah. And 40s, you think about 50s. what they've got going on. Mm. You know, they've worked hard. Um, some of them have worked too hard. They're still bringing up children. A lot of them have still got adult children living at home. They're paying for their university. They're, yeah. you know, supporting them, but they're also supporting their um, their um, their aging parents. Mm. And a lot of them have got a lot of, a lot on their plate, both financially and emotionally. Um, and those who are in Generation X who have worked really, really, really hard all the way through their career but are still not in management positions mm-hmm. are the ones who are the most least engaged. And often they're actually got right. line managers generation Y and they're really struggling with that. Aha. Uh-huh. Gosh, this is so interesting because this topic, I don't know if it will ever be covered um, on Herpreneur again because it's just such it's such an interesting topic, but there's not enough people, I think, that really talk about and talk about the level that you do. It's sensitive as it's, well, though. And yeah. Talking to people about their age and, you and know, this, bringing it out and being overt yeah. about it is really healthy in a workforce. Mm. It, it, what you're actually just saying, even with that age group, and I just feel the exhaustion when you're talking about all the things that they're juggling, and I'm in that age group, um, and the reason why I wanted to do Herpreneur was because I see all these women in business just continually burning out. I what was one of them. I had a massive yep. lifestyle change thanks to a nice wake-up call of meningitis. And for me now, my passion is how are we able to, like I was talking to, Braxton, talking to Braxton, how do we work smarter and how do we let put stuff in our lives that fill our cup up because we're continually filling everybody else's up so we're not so burnt out. And that's what I love about you, Miss Riddle, is that you, you're, you're healthy, you exercise, you do things to fill up your cup. I stayed at Kaylee's house. We did a, a joint venture of a, a one-day presentation up in Port Macquarie. And when I stayed there, she gave me this amazing idea because I do shakes every morning for breakfast and Kaylee freezes her ingredients. She chops up all her spinach and she puts them into little bags and she was so organized. And I still do this to this day. I remember when I came home and I went and got my um, spinach from the farmer's market and I chopped it up and I took a photo and I sent it to you. Um, I love how you bring that, that health into businesses. And I know you do a health check as well for businesses to find out where there are. Um, but let's dive in deeper to really what you do. What types of coaching do you do to help clients really benefit from the, the, the gaps then um, between different generations? Um, well, I mean, obviously, I don't know all of this stuff through my own experience. Like, I, I work really closely with a research institute. So, even the things that I've been talking about so far, that's all based on research that was conducted um, in 2016 by um, over 100 organisations who were surveyed. So, mm. you know, three and a half thousand employees. So, we got a lot of insights into the generational gaps then. Um, and that same research institute, I work closely with them around 
around benchmarking. Mm-hmm. So usually what I do with businesses is we start by doing a really um, deep dive into their current workforce and what's where they're aligned and how they're engaged and where the gaps are. And often that brings out opportunities for us to work really closely on improving the leadership culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the coaching I do is around leadership and improving the culture in that perspective as well as the capability. But also um, often it unpacks for us some real gaps around workplace um, effectiveness and you know I use a model which many of you have probably heard of and you definitely would have heard of Annette which is the five effective behaviors of a team mm-hmm. and and that helps us to identify where the gaps are so whether it's around trust or whether it's around better managing conflict and you know integrity and accountability so we'll a customizer coaching program that works for that business around the five behaviors and usually marry it up really closely with a leadership program. Mm. Um, and, you know, that would very much depend on the, the level of the leaders and, and what they've done in the past and whether they're really open to something really exciting like an emotional intelligence approach or whether we use, we use a DISC leadership program, we do work of leaders, mm-hmm. we do workshops and combine them with one-to-one and so on. So usually it's a combination of team and workplace as well as a leadership. And then we do that, um, that really sort of um, detailed diagnostic. We usually do that every 12 months so we can see how we compare year on year but also how we compare to other Australian organisations and businesses that are similar in nature. Mm-hmm. Most of the listeners are going to be in that the startup to the growth phase, right? So they're moving out of solo entrepreneurship into hiring their team. How does this help or what do they need to be aware of when actually hiring a team for their business to really help their business grow? I can jump straight in and tell you there's a tool that we use called Career Monitor, which is for smaller businesses. So they're retention interviews where we get all the rich data that we um, that are going to help us to make sure that we've got the right team, but we're engaging them in the right way and so on. Because you can't do a big survey for a small business because you're not going to be able to get trends. Um, but what I guess what's more important is is working for me working with small businesses on helping them to say, well, what is the what are the capabilities they need to get into their business and how to recruit the people who have got, as corny as it sounds, the right attitude. So the people who are going to be part of their culture, who share their values and have got the right attitude, because particularly with small businesses and startup businesses, a lot of the skills and processes and and the basics of how we do business are things that are going to need to be taught anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually higher on attitude, not on, not on skill. Totally. Yeah, and how do they measure that? How do they do that in that 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 first process, that hiring process? Mm-hmm. Is it a gut instinct? Is it? Yeah, it's a combination of a gut instinct, but also having a really good approach to asking the right questions, and and whether you use. Um, you know, behaviour-based questions, so getting them to give you really good examples of things that they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Mostly people will behave the way they behaved last time, they'll behave again in terms of situations in the workplace and um, how they approach different problems and challenges. I, I use a lot of profiling tools with my clients when it comes to hiring in small small businesses because, mm-hmm. you know, 
it's a it's an investment, but you get a lot of really good detail around their personalities and how they're going to work, and then you can do comparisons with their own. So, for example, if if I've got a small business that might have you know one or two people who own the business and one or two others, I've usually done some work with them around their disc profiling and making sure that they better understand each other. And then we do comparison reports. Yeah. And then if we've got a person who we're really keen to bring on board in a really critical role, then we'll do a disc report on them and comparison reports. So right from the start, we know this is how these people are going to work really effectively together. And these are some of the challenges that are going to have to overcome right mm-hmm. from the start rather than waiting till it becomes a problem. Now, you're talking about disc the listeners don't know what disc is let's just imagine that yeah <laughs> tell them what disc is so it's it's basically a personality profile that helps um people better understand the pace and the, the what's a priority for different people but you know it helps them to understand that you know, everyone's different and everyone has a profile that's different um and right from the start it's almost like you've got a cheat sheet around what's important to people whether they're more people focused whether they're um, more process and task orientated um whether things like challenge and enthusiasm are important to them or whether they're, they're more what's more important to them is accuracy and reliability and so right from the start if you're a business owner and you know your own personality type really really well you can see what the other person's personality type is like and where you'll match really well together and where you'll need to adapt your styles a bit mm. more for each other and who you also need to hire because if you're thinking the 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 women that are going from solo um, entrepreneur into the small business owner it's looking at sometimes they want to get the person that matches their behavior or personality um, but a lot of the time they need the opposite right totally. so let's just say I'm the DI behavior style one of my VAs she's such a high CS she drives me nuts because she's very very careful and cautious and asks questions a lot of times and she's not a risk taker and because I want her to be able to, you know, run with the ball, she's not a person that runs with the ball. So, but that's what I need for the accuracy because she helps do the back end of the show. Yep. Um, but I need someone like that methodical. So, yeah, it's quite interesting what DISC does because it really does help you analyse what roles you actually need to be fulfilled where I think a lot of people start to hire first on, they might hire on the attitude, but they might mistake attitude as, the personality hmm, correct but it doesn't yeah. mean that they're going to be the right person for the job as in when you start teaching them the school that they're going to be able to be um, have that eye for detail or be let's mm. just say if it's, they need a salesperson they might have might not have the the d behavior style like that driver to go out there and just have that gusto behind them mm. i worked in a yeah. i worked in the health club so did you many years ago <laughs> we had <laughs> clubs full of eye behavior styles with aerobics instructors <laughs> right? Totally, totally. Um, And it helps people to know right from the start because you're spot on. Like what you'll do is you'll look at someone who's going to bring skills to your business that you don't have, particularly really, really small businesses, micro businesses, Mm -hmm. startups. And you'll say, okay, exactly like you said, you might say, I need someone who's going to be able to bring accuracy and is really good with detail. And right from the start, you can say, yep, this person has that. But when we do a comparison report on 
your style and their style, you can already see where there's going to be challenges. Yeah. Um, and because you're responsible for really driving that relationship and getting, you know, a really productive, effective working relationship, then you know right from the start, these are the things I can expect. These are the things that I'm going to need to be aware of. Mm. Um, and why we do a really detailed profile around it is that everyone's report is very different. So, you know, you talked about a D or an I behaviour style, sometimes where people's dots are are really deceiving um, and that sort of explains to um, the business owner where how extreme that person's behavior is yeah. but it also gives you a lot of detail around unexpected items in that person's personality mm-hmm. so you know um, it gives you a really detailed so so you could have a person for example that has a style where they're really accurate they're really persistent they could be um, a bit pessimistic they're good at seeing all the problems and the issues with something, they're also very, very reliable. But they might have an unexpected item in their personality where they're also very enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. And that would not normally go hand in hand, but for whatever reason, because people are unique and we're all different, that person also has that. So what you can then do is if you're a person who's also enthusiastic because you have a very then you can match them on that. Mm -hmm. So it'll tell you in their report that that's something that you both share and that you can get enthusiastic together mm-hmm. and and it also helps you to um, not mistake the fact that they're enthusiastic for the fact that they are like you in every way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're, they're very different from you in many ways but they do share some of your characteristics of your personality so you can match them in that but then you realize that yeah so it, it, I think when you're working with very small businesses you have a really good opportunity to um, utilize tools like that that help you get a really great insight. When you're working with much bigger organizations, you need to do things that are much more scalable. Yeah. Well, look, you've got a gift for everyone today. Tell us about the gift that you've got. Um, so, one of the things I thought would be really interesting is to actually be able to access a white paper which talks a lot more about the research that we, we've touched on today. Mm-hmm. So, the research that backs up a lot of the comments and um things that we talked about when it comes to generations in the workplace. So it talks a lot more about the Research Institute and and where that information comes from. So that's something that can be downloaded in terms of a a white paper. But the other gift that I'd really like to offer is, you know, a a good starting point for any business is around doing what you refer to as a business health check. So being able to really understand which parts of your business are really strong um, and which parts might need a bit more of attention. Okay, so guys, what Kaylee's given you is um, a very cool download. I've got it in front of me. It's called Unlocking the Workplace Generation Code, and it's from the Research Institute. But I'm looking at it now. It's got some really cool graphs on there. It talks about workplace red flags, looking at confidence and internal confidence. Um, there's a whole heap of things here. Um, and it's not just for the, we're talking about behavior styles before, for my eye behavior styles that don't like a lot of detail. There's lots of pictures. There's lots of visuals for you to be able to learn to see top three, the satisfies, dissatisfies, and different types of behaviors. I'm uh, sorry, different types of generations. Very, very cool paper. So what I'll do is for everyone that wants the download, you can get it at annettelakovich.com forward slash Kaylee. That's K-A-Y-L-E-Y, annettelakovich.com Kaylee. 
and you can grab it there. If you are driving at the moment, then it will be in the show notes. So all you need to do is go to this episode, scroll down and click the link. Um, There's also a link there for People Engine as well if you want to check that out. Now, talking about People Engine, um, I can actually see Kaylee today. We're doing this Skype interview and we're doing it on video and she's dressed in her sports gear and um, she likes to stay fit and healthy. Uh, Kaylee, tell me, what's the one thing that you do every week or on a regular basis that fills up your cup of happiness? God, it's so hard to say one thing because I think one of the things that's important to me is balance. So if I look at what I do in terms of physical and emotional health and so on, I do um, yoga. So I do something Mm -hmm. that's really, really, um, you know, internal for me and is like a a full body meditation and so on. But then I also do running and surfing and skiing and things like that. So to me, that is really Mm. important, the balance in, um, I've certainly um, learned a lot that the the yoga part is just as important as the high energy running and so on. But um, so yeah, I guess that's that's my answer in terms Mm. of cup of happiness. I really can't get started without doing something early in the morning, the best part of the day. And you've actually had, because you used to work really hard, not saying you don't work hard now, but you work smarter. What what happened? What what ticked over for you? Because I remember there was a there was a conversation, it's only vague to me now, and I apologize for that. Though this is what this show's all about. It's how do we bring more balance or harmony into our lives so it's not so one-sided? Because I think it's not sustainable, it's not sustainable for our health. Do you mind just sharing what you're comfortable sharing with, with us? Yeah, totally. What, what, I mean, I happened? think it's important to share. I think I think we need to talk more about, I mean, definitely mental health, you know, in general, but also we need to see that the fact that we get ourselves into a situation where we burn out, which mm-hmm. is what happened to me, like mentally burnt out, is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength to actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I experienced burnout like a lot of other people did, needed to um, basically stop everything um, and and rebuild and to rebuild myself in a way that um, I, things are a lot more balanced. I, mm-hmm. I still struggle where I feel like I don't work hard enough and then I have to remind myself that, it's not important anymore. Yeah. Um, but if you focus on the things that are important, like your health and your balance and your relationships and and things like that, you find that work just suddenly becomes part of that and yeah. not the most important part of it. Mm. Um, and, you know, as corny as it sounds like, you do just have to find what you love doing and then it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And I know um, it, it sounds corny, but it's not it because it's the one thing, thing that just it's, – it's the game changer. Yep. It's, it's the absolute game changer because I think that we do get so lopsided with work and especially when you're building your business and you've gone through this as well through the startup phase and then growing your business and growing your clients and then bringing teams on board and then you know you're growing your partnership now in another new business venture can just suck you in and then you're just consumed with it and then everything falls aside. So um, it's not corny. It's it's what we need to always get back to and be reminded of. So um, thank you for doing great in the world with businesses and with your amazing message today. If they want to know more about you, how do they find out about People Engine? Um, well, I mean, they, they can contact me directly through my website, so peopleengine.com.au or my Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is the same, People Engine, and just connect yes. with me and, and tell me what's going on. Great stuff. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kaylee. No worries. Thanks, Annette. I'll see you on the dance floor. Love you. <laughs>
boy, don't you love profiles? Anything to do with behavioral profiles, I am in. I love them, love them, love them. It's like you have a clairvoyant in front of you, but in text, <laughs> writing on that document, explaining who you are and all the stuff that you already know about yourself, but it's like just seeing that written. Now, this is the gratitude portion of the show. I start my day with gratitude. I finish my day with gratitude by writing in my journal about things that I love in my my life. Even when you're having the crappiest days, I tell you what, it makes the day so much better and it always finishes on a high. I wanted to add the gratitude portion to the show to thank you, the listener, because for me to be able to keep pushing on because this is a labor of love. It's me. It's lonely. I was just me and the microphone. We don't know who's listening out there. So this is a great way for me to actually see that you're loving the show and to be able to help push the rankings up. So the gratitude portion is where I actually read one of the reviews from the listener. And today I have one from Tanya Allen 8. She says, this show packs a punch and she's given me five stars. Thank you very much. She goes on to say, Annette, I've always admired you. I think this is a Tanya Allen that I know. Annette, I've always admired you with everything that you do, so it doesn't surprise me that this show is world-class. What an incredible, awesome show with such incredible mission to help female entrepreneurs balance it all between health, wealth, business, and lifestyle. I also love how you've brought your authentic self to each episode. Thank you very much. And love the rapping vibe. I love the rapping vibe too. (laughs) She goes on to say, I always look forward to listening to future shows and I've subscribed to get the chime into yours first. From one authentic female entrepreneur to another, congratulations and well done. Thank you, Tanya, and thank you to you if you've written me a review. It really helps me a bunch to keep pushing through on the days where I think, ah, why am I doing this? Is anybody really listening? And then I see the downloads. (laughs) If you haven't written a review yet, please go to iTunes, write me a review. It not only helps me a bunch, but it helps also boost the ratings. Until next week, make sure that you do something that fills up your level of happiness, makes you vibrate at the highest level, Go out and do something that makes you smile.